Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. guys welcome back to beyond the blinds it is me troy mcgeady and kelly williams and we are very 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 excited for today's episode um this is something that i feel like bleeds into both of our other podcasts very intensely mm-hmm. so it'll be exciting to like see your thoughts on these relationships and hear my thoughts um we're going to be talking about pr couples today fake celebrity relationships and i'm excited Me too. But before we talk about fake relationships, I have to talk about one of my favorite celebrities. Sophia Bush is finally engaged. And I I don't mean finally is like, she's old, right? She's only 39. I mean, like, she's finally found the right one is what I mean. Okay, so I was just telling Kelly before we started recording, I don't really know a lot about Sophia Bush. So this will be interesting to me because I like tell me, give me like the Sophia Bush for dummies. Yeah, so Sophia Bush, I feel like she doesn't have a ton of blind items, but she's known for dating co-stars. Mm. Like she was married to Chad Michael Murray, who cheated on her with Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. She dated James Lafferty, Austin Nichols. All three of those, of course, were on One Tree Hill. She also, she was on some movie like Stay Alive. It was like video game that could kill you. Do you mm. remember oh, yeah, that? Yeah, like, I do remember that. She dated like, um, I believe his name's John Foster from okay. that movie. And then she dated her co-star from Chicago PD. So she just kept dating co-stars and she's been so like labeled as a co-star dater, a serial co-star dater. Mm-hmm. But now she's engaged to a entrepreneur who was once like a third grade teacher and he seems very normal. And I am just so happy that she like kind of settled down and found the right one. Was she treated really poorly by ex-boyfriends? That's sort of thing, right? Yeah, she was treated, I don't know about ex-boyfriends, but on sets of shows, like right. on One Tree Hill, it was really, really toxic on that set. And then she actually left Chicago PD because the guy, allegedly the guy who plays Voight, who is like the main police officer, right. was like so nasty to her on set that she just broke her contract and left. Okay, so I, that I do remember hearing of, that's honestly, literally, I think the only thing that I really know about her because I never watched One Tree Hill, which is a huge void. I know. No, I know. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Uh, (laughs) 
but I never watched it. So as I got older, like I learned about her through all of like her onset trauma and stuff. Yeah. And I remember listening to um, NT Lawyer's podcast where he taught, he did like a One Tree Hill episode and he talked about her and it just sounded like she just had really, really traumatic, awful experiences filming her shows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someday we can definitely do like a One Tree Hill. I know you haven't watched it, but we can do I'm some interested, kind though. of, we can do some kind of deep dive of CW shows in general because they're all very dark. Yeah, I would love that. I'm still, and then it involves everybody that I, I mean, Chad Michael Murray, come on, give me a break. What a monster. Oh my God, are you kidding? Ugh. We actually got our first in on please, like keep this anonymous. Mm, we did, I forgot. Okay, yes, 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 yes. So it says, okay, listening to Behind the Blinds, Jelena, and your friend's sister's story on the Patreon, guys, we talked about Justin and Selena, and I talked about how my friend's sister went to a hotel with Justin Bieber, and they, like, locked up all their phones. And that's very, like, well-known. I feel right. like there have been a lot of stories about it. But she says, it's par for the course. He rented the house across the street from my parents in Laguna when he was working on one of his albums and would have girls scream crying at 3 a.m. in the driveway at the gate begging for their phones back so that they could call a cab and leave because there's no safe way to walk down that hill in the dark to get to the one the one meaning a highway he would literally try to have a security stop them at the gate and get them to keep partying until my mom would walk would come out to walk her dog in the middle of the night to basically let them know that there were witnesses he's not a good person that checks out so hardcore like that is so what I picture in my head, just like to literally torturing young girls because they're at your, you know, they're just at your, what's the disposal? Like beck and call. Yeah. Like disposal. they just, yeah. there's no, they're like toilet paper to him. Like there's, there's an endless amount of girls always, and he can just treat them like garbage. So dark. That's so fucked and like just gross and sad. I know. Like you said, my friend's sister, nothing happened but she's Ugh. one of the few who probably have that story. Also, can you imagine living on that street and just hearing girls scream crying every night, like leaving his house? Like, what the fuck? And why does it always come back to Laguna Beach? Always. It always <laughs> does. <laughs> like the montage in Laguna? There are so many stories that I've heard about that hotel and like celebrities just going like ape shit at that hotel. I wonder what it is specifically about Laguna Beach. I know that you're not like a a full hardcore housewives girl but on this most recent uh season of oc this uh this housewife her name was bronwyn she like like laguna is like where she did all of her debauchery and it's where she would like <laughs> sleep with like old men to get her bills paid and stuff like what is it about that beach laguna beach has dark energy <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna like dig through the ocean and find that it's all just like awful dark stones underneath <laughs> it's, it's created on top of like a mass graveyard or something yeah. <laughs> well I'm really excited for I want to ask you so obviously we're talking about PR couples today and I feel like PR couples just it's such a layered term right because mm -hmm. it can mean so many things you know a celebrity couple can be together but and maybe really like each other, but also at the same time, they know that their relationship is lucrative. 
you know, like a Brad and Angelina kind of gig, or they can be completely false, totally fake, you know, contracts signed, you'll be together for this amount of time, it's to promote these projects or whatever. Um, what are your thoughts, I guess, just sort of generally on PR couples? I mean, they make sense as long as they play it right. Mm-hmm. I think that that is really important. I mean, I've always thought Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes are PR, mm-hmm. but like lately I've been like, are they? Right. <laughs> right. You know, like they're starting to really like, it's also been a while. They've been together for like four years or something at this right. point. But then you see them doing that slow walk with the coffee mugs. And I'm like, PR, there it is. And right. I think if they do it well, it works really well. I think because so too. Say like JLo and A-Rod, I think they knew they were good for each other's businesses, mm-hmm. but they played it right. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's a way to be in a relationship like that. Like you said, play it the right way, but also profit from it. Mm-hmm. and you know help it launch I mean Jennifer Lopez I think is maybe the, the best example because she only really dates people that will launch the next phase of her life like if you think about her relationship with Diddy it's not to say that she wasn't attracted to him or that they weren't in love or that whatever but that was to launch her as a musician like that was mm-hmm. to launch JLo to launch her as like a fashion girl like that relationship had such a purpose and it was not all just like love you know what I mean but like I said it's not to say that they weren't in love yeah I think there can be PR relationships that start off as strictly PR say Mm -hmm. like Zayn and Gigi Hadid Mm -hmm. I think they were placed together they probably thought each other were hot because they're super good looking people like it's not hard to be like Oh, I'm attracted to Gigi Hadid. <laughs> right, exactly. But I think they eventually fell in love with one another or in love with other things that each other had. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think that where things get messy is when I've always said, and I think that I said this when we talked about Taylor, it's like, do whatever, but don't make me look like a fool. Like, don't have me out here looking like a fool. Like Calvin Harris. Right. Like, don't make me look stupid. Be smart. Don't be messy. And I think that's where things get really complicated, where maybe they have some open situation. Maybe they they don't give a shit what the other person does. But it's like, don't be out being photographed with people while we're supposed to be in this thing. And now I have to be known as the person who was cheated on. And I don't even give a fuck about you. That's like Will and Jada almost with the August Alcina thing last summer. And Will had to sit there at that table and just be like, yeah, it was an entanglement with August. Like, right. <laughs> whatever they said. And like, he looked so sad. But is yeah. he sad because it just got out? Because there have been so many rumors about that couple for oh, years. God. Will and Jada are, we got to do a Will and Jada episode. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> we got to add that to the word doc because sure. my God. But no, I agree with you. It's like, the hard thing is that a lot of people don't view celebrity relationships the way we do because other people aren't as hardened and tainted and grizzled as we are (laughs) other people still have whimsy and hope about Hollywood um and you know I think people will see something like that and think like wow like Jada cheated on Will 
And it doesn't even cross their mind that there could be an arrangement or some sort of circumstance where like, it's not cheating. It's really just, you made me look like an idiot in front of people. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like that's A-Rod and Madison LaCroix. Totally, very much that. Yeah, like he wasn't, he was sliding in a bunch of different DMs. Yeah, he just got caught. You know what I mean? And who's to say that, and it's always like the guy that you find, it's always like the athlete or the singer or whatever that you find doing it. But it's like, I'm, just, I'm sure, I would bet money on the fact that Jennifer Lopez has not been 100% faithful in all of her relationships. Hello. And I mean, we know that based on the fact that she was receiving flowers on the red carpet from Ben Affleck while she was fucking married or engaged or whatever for the 30th time. Come on. Poor Chris Judd. Oh, poor Chris Judd. (laughs) I'm sure we could get Chris Judd on the podcast. (laughs) Um, Well, I wrote, I just took some screenshots of some, um, of some fun, PR couple kind of things. Um, mostly, actually, ironically, Sean and Camilla, because they're my favorite. I just love them so much. <laughs> I do. Everybody who listens to Dunzo knows that I'm, like, grossly obsessed with them. I mean, I just think that they're ridiculous. Like, I honestly just find them to be absurd. Like, they really have pushed, they have taken PR couples and made it fully mainstream. Everybody in bumfuck wherever knows that Camilla and Sean are a fake couple like they have really blown blown the roof off of the whole PR thing to me mm-hmm. I mean I think one of my favorite PR person who gets in PR relationships and this is very left field okay tell me everything Lucy Hale oh Lucy Hale yeah uh, she, yes yes I mean she's been connected to like Colton Underwood Mm-hmm. Then she had that weird date with like Skeet Oltrich. <laughs> yeah. Where they were just spotted like making out, then like never seen together again. Right. I feel like she has so many of these one off random like Joel Krause, like a music si- country singer from 10 years ago. Right. She was like spotted sitting courtside with them. I'm like, you're not fooling anyone, Lucy Hale, but I love you. Yeah, she's almost, I would say, maybe like, um, she falls into the Olivia Munn category of like, do you ever date for love, girl? Oh. <laughs> like, is it ever about love for you or no? Olivia Munn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got a good blind about Sean and Camilla. I love shit like this. I love when okay. they do messy shit like this. <laughs> this is from 2019. It says, the PR people for the players in this fake relationship got so excited to report more fake crap about the fake relationship that they published stuff before an event they were referencing even occurred. The foreign-born A-list singer and the illiterate foreign-born A-minus-list singer need to get better help. They do shit like that all the time. Like, they'll (laughs) accidentally announce projects and they'll talk about events that haven't happened, but they're already contractually, like, signed to do them. They're just so messy and I love it. I, I hope they never stop walking with their empty cups. I, I always think about um, their VMAs performance when they hit, did they kiss on stage or almost kiss? Oh, but God. there was an article that came out like six or the day before or something. Like somebody accidentally just like posted it. Some intern got like fired. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do know what you're talking about. And also that kiss, by the way. Can we talk? That fucking kiss where she's like, are we doing lips? Are we doing cheek? Are we doing tongue? Uh, okay, we're going in. All right, we're doing it. It's happening on camera. Eh. So you still think that they're like 100% PR? They have to be, right? I, I think that they have to be. I mean, I've read so many blinds about like, you know, her having other relationships during, because from what I've read, she's been in extremely serious, intense relationships while with him. Oh, I will say one that really surprised me. And I heard this on NT Lawyers podcast was Brittany and Justin. Mm -hmm. I, when I heard that, my heart kind of sank a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then that motherfucker said that she cheated on him when it makes it worse it was like just a totally open relationship it makes it way worse when you think about like that's what that's the journey that your mind goes on right because you're like oh it's fake how sad and not to say that it was totally fake I think it kind of brings what you said earlier like they definitely had feelings for each other that were intense right but they also were understanding of the fact that they were in this like prince and princess you know, royal couple thing, like their relationship was in a multi-million, I'll say billion, multi-billion dollar business Mm -hmm. on both ends, right? Combined. And, but they still had an understanding that like, this is, they weren't like the prince and princess that we thought, you know what I mean? Like they were doing their own thing and she could have very easily had the same career he had and been like you cheated on me I wrote an album about the pain you caused me you know it's he's such a fucker Mm -hmm. okay I found it so this is this is actually going to shock you okay so it says this is 2019 it says the foreign-born illiterate a-list singer had been seeing a guy who was not the guy in her fake relationship apparently that is ended because now she has been hooking up with the super rich ex of this illiterate permanent a-list singer if it is more than just a fling, he won't put up with the fake relationship nonsense for much longer. So that's Sean and Camilla. And there was like a whole year span where it was reported that she was hooking up with Janet Jackson's ex. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Like she was like doing her own yachting thing while even still being in this weird relationship, like securing her bag. You know what I mean? She's really interesting. I know. I'm super fascinated by her. She makes terrible career choices, too. The worst. (laughs) The worst. The worst. But I love her because she, to me, she's kind of like the, she's the Aubrey O'Day of her girl group. Oh my God. Yes, she is. Right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, she's very messy. Of course, she was going to be the downfall of that group. Yeah, there's a lot of these. This one says, the form-born illiterate singer turned probable one-time actress had an easy out for her fake relationship. But now with production shut down on her latest project, this is the beginning of COVID, um, on her latest project, her fake other half wants to do some isolation love photos. (laughs) But our singer slash actress wants to spend time with her real boyfriend. And um, Antti was also reporting that a lot of their like staged you know quarantine pictures were being taken by her boyfriend (laughs) 
<laughs> like what I would give to be a fly on the wall in that house. My God. So do you know the name Jack Ketsoyan? It sounds so familiar. So he worked, it's called, he used to work for PMK BNC, which they rep a bunch of really big stars. Keanu Reeves, Sharon Stone, Sandra Bullock, Kate Hudson, Selena Gomez. He's also Kristen Cavallari's best friend. Okay, tell me And more. has like repped her throughout the years. But he actually said this. Jack says that fake relationships were once used to cover up the fact a popular actor was gay. However, now it's usually about generating hype for a project. He says that relationships usually last about a year and that it's not unusual for clients to sign a contract. Jack, who admits to staging two relationships during his career, said that they are also a useful way of distracting the public from negative headlines. He spoke briefly about arranging a fake relationship for one male actor to divert attention away from his latest Hollywood flop. He also claimed that one major female celebrity got a career boost out of a fake relationship he helped set up and is now a quote unquote household name. So that's from Blind Gossip and... They, they don't say like the actors, but a lot of people think the household name, the actress is um, Priyana in, or Priyanka and Nick. Okay, so I remember why I know that guy's name because I, I read that quote for my PR couples episode a million years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course. And yeah, because I also am obsessed with Nick and Priyanka. They're another one. I mean, they they are on the same scale as Camilla and Sean, where it's like, are you guys really doing this right now? You are really out here doing this? Like, really? It's, it's so wild. And I think if we're talking about PR couples, we need to talk about Kristen and Rob. Oh my God. Okay, yes. Okay, so I found a really good Kristen and Rob Blind from 2013. So you know it's going to be good because it's from 2013. <laughs> <laughs> it says, we've talked several times about how this very famous couple was assembled in a publicist's office. We may have also mentioned that the relationship went end after the DVD was released. Well, the breakup is coming and we have more precise information for you on the timing. It will definitely happen before the end of August 2013. Why August? Well, when the contract was originally written several years ago, the exact dates of the film's franchise and the DVD release were not known. While they approximated the entire promotional campaign would be finished by the end of spring 2013, the production company padded in three additional months to the personal relationship contract, just to be sure. The contract ends in August of 2013. The film and DVD are already out and the promotion is essentially done. So the breakup, which will be very amicable, will happen anytime between now and August with the consent of both parties. Will we, see, will we still see them together after the breakup? Probably, but rarely. The genuine friendship the actor and the actress once shared peaked a very long time ago. It has gone downhill over the past few months. So they are now spending a little time together, as, spending as little time together as humanly possible. They are officially done. I mean, whenever you hear people being, I mean, I think that we said this before, but when you hear people falling in love on the set of a movie, I mean, the two leads of the movie falling in love. Come on. Especially when it's like a movie like Twilight. Right. I mean, come on. Like, 
it's it, it, I look back at that and I'm like wow we were so naive not even that long ago you know yeah and I'm surprised they didn't try and do that with Hunger Games Jennifer Lawrence was probably like no I just want to be the quirky girl can we do a Jennifer Lawrence episode yeah I don't oh know much god. about her oh my god Jennifer Lawrence is interesting Ooh. okay you oh that face though <laughs> my eyes widened you guys my eyes got very emoji big now I have a question what do you think about Harry Styles and his public relationships that he's had because he's been connected to Taylor Swift which I think 100% PR like there's mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind with that Kendall Jenner and Olivia Wilde and I know there were like models in between mm-hmm. well I think that Harry Styles is somebody who, when he was younger, and I know, so Kelly and I are going to actually be recording a a One Direction episode here fairly shortly, and I have many thoughts, many, many thoughts about Harry. But It'll be on our Patreon. Yeah, it'll be on the Patreon. It's going to be, that'll be juicy. Um, But what I will say, just kind of surface level, is that I think Harry's, the the One Direction team, just sort of in general, I think that they were really freaked out by the queer rumors that surrounded Harry Styles when he was younger. I mean, it was really like nothing we had ever seen from a boy band member um, to be so sort of mainstream news and for the boy band member himself to not really ever like, like violently deny it the way that they had done when we were younger. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a true like, a true like Gen Z boy band, One Direction, right? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. And I think that his team started coming up with this image of him being a womanizer. He was the sexy British womanizer. He and he and then they put out those rumors that he was he only liked older women. He mm-hmm. dates cougars. He loves them and leaves them. Girls don't get too attached. He's a heartbreaker. Like all of that bullshit was all such just it was bullshit and blind items about Harry always make fun of the fact that he's really bad at acting he's really bad at you know he was really terrible at pretending to be in love with Taylor Swift like they didn't they hated each other and they was really they were bad at it right and then he sent her away on a on a boat and there just so happened to be a paparazzi that photo (laughs) (laughs) where she just on on the boat by herself (laughs) you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> They're like, oh, they broke up while on vacation. <laughs> no, they, they fucking hated each other and they couldn't even, I mean, they could barely, you know, link fingers to walk through the street mm-hmm. without it being uncomfortable. So yeah, I think that um, he's a really interesting one. I feel like Drake is also somebody that has a lot of fake relationships. Yeah, Totally. Because he's always texting Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, for sure. He's one that definitely has relationships that feels like to hide things mm-hmm. and to sort of like, because he, his relationships that are public are just so silly. Like him laying on that fur rug with Jennifer Lopez in front of the fireplace was like a moment where they both had lost their fucking minds. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, are you really this out of touch with reality now? 
that you think people are going to think this is real. Well, I have to ask you while we're on the topic, what do you think about Jen and Ben? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's how I feel about them. Right. I mean, I think maybe the first go around, it was real. Honestly, like Mm -hmm. I was so young. I don't really remember a ton about it, Mm -hmm. but I, there's no chance. I think Jennifer Lopez is an opportunist until the end of time. And I don't know what Ben Affleck's angle is. I'm like, why does he always want to be in the news? It is odd. It's almost like, okay, tell me what you think about this. Cause this is what goes through my mind. It's almost like, so obviously when they were first together, they were really the king and queen of the tabloid era, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They knew exactly what to do. They were calculated, the planned photo ops, the ring. I mean, her returning their paparazzi photos into a music video, like it was really some Taylor Swift level, amazing, immaculate planning, right? Mm -hmm. But it almost feels like, you know, however many years later, they both kind of don't know how to play the game as well as they used to. Like, I don't think they're as good at it. It feels really heavy handed. Like I said in the most recent episode that I recorded for Dunzo, it's giving very much Dortney. I'm getting Doug and Courtney vibes. It's just really D-listy. It's very like, we're on the upcoming season of The Surreal Life and we want to make headlines before we enter the house. Like, I'm like, you're Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck what are you guys doing yeah for sure and I know everyone's like no don't tell me it's fake I'm like I don't have to tell you you can just look right (laughs) it's so (laughs) obvious and I think it's just so crazy because him and Jennifer Garner I liked them together because I do not think Ben Affleck is a good dude I really don't No. I think there are a lot of stories about him but I think Jennifer Garner almost I hate to say this. She was like kind of the girl to save him in a way. Totally. She knew her role. We all yeah. knew it. We and all th- knew. Yeah. And I think she did a great job with it. And, you know, and even if he had his demons, they were kept on the low. She was kind of, you know, she was good for him. I mm-hmm. don't know if he was good for her. And I right. know that's so shitty to say. And then once they get divorced, he's with Lindsay Shookus for a mm-hmm. little bit. An S- SNL writer or producer, I think. Mm-hmm. And then during quarantine, he's with Ana de Armas. Aramis? Aramis? Yeah. So, but they were filming a movie together and then it stopped because of quarantine. And I was like, that is fake. Mm-hmm. And they totally. And block stuff too. Yeah. He really showed his cards during quarantine. I mean, a lot of celebrities did. Like, it was a real Yahtzee quarantine because it was like, it just Crazy. shook, you know, it shook everything up in a way where it was like, wow, like you're extremely desperate for attention huh wow ben like yeah you're planning photo ops to get the mail like it's that tough at home like and then he's like giving the middle finger to the paparazzi and i'm like you called them a hundred times and the one time you didn't you're mad at them <laughs> right. it doesn't work that way right like your girlfriend got hair and makeup to walk the dogs and then they're like they're and so they hated lazy. each other. They hated each other. Too. Oh my God. They, the energy was so intense, so dark. And it, they were so lazy about it that they wouldn't even like give, they would walk their dog to the end of the street where the paparazzi were and then walk back and just go home. It's like, you guys aren't even trying. Right. They weren't even staying at the same house. Like, does Ben just not give a fuck? I don't know. And I don't know why 
Ben has become this vessel right. for like PR couples. Cause I don't like Ben Affleck as you, if you can't tell, he just, I think he's like a skeezy Boston dude. And I feel like I can say that because I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think he's kind of like a skis. I think so too. I don't think he's a good person at all. I don't think he's a good guy. I think his career is a lot of smoke and mirrors. I've always thought that. I think, you know, one day somebody will just tell us the truth about, I mean, we already know the truth about like his involvement with the fucking, with Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. You put Ben Affleck and Harvey Weinstein in the same room together. Come on. We have to speculate. Speculate what? Right. Harvey Weinstein and Ben Affleck. Come on. Like, ben has had so many allegations against him. Exactly. It he was on knows video everything. that he it was on video that he groped Hillary Burton on TRL. Yeah. That man is I, I know we took we took such a sharp turn to I hate Ben Affleck. But. <laughs> Listen, anytime he gets brought up, it this is what it becomes. I, I can't stand him. And mm-hmm. I also think that Matt Damon has gotten really lucky with his like you know, good family man edit over the years. Like, I think that he's just as much of a piece of shit as Ben. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially, you know, doubling down on using the F word. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, I didn't mean it as an insult. I use it in stuck on you. I'm like, you're going to use stuck on you. You're not going to use like <laughs> Goodwill hunting or like a good movie you did. You're going to use fucking Greg Kinnear stuck on you. <laughs> Sorry, I pulled out my headphones. Sorry, let me be laughing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. But no, you're right. Like he's an asshole. And then for him to be like, I stopped. What did you say? You stopped using it recently? It's like, girl. It's like a few months ago. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Where have you been living? Under a rock in like, <laughs> Bel Air? Well, I, I also wrote down some blinds, of course, because here's the thing, Kelly. You'll learn that if we ever mention fake celebrity couples, the first thing that pops into my head, and I told you this last week, is Tomcat. <laughs> I have a sick obsession with Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. I don't know what it is. It's just such a crazy relationship. And uh, go off, go off. <laughs> I wrote down a blind from 2012 that I thought was really funny. It says, Let me ask you this. You know, a married couple, they both work a lot, but he works more than she does. Her schedule is flexible because she has a harder time getting work. The husband gets huge, he gets a huge award, something that uh, has only been given out four times ever and is planned months and months in advance. And his wife can't make it because she's out of the country working. Something that happened after he found out about the award and nothing that is career changing. It is not really even in her career field. The couple is rarely, if ever, spotted together. But think about it now. Go back in your mind to a regular married couple that you know. They're always together and then suddenly you never see them together. You see plenty of him and plenty of her, and they are in the same city, but you never see them together. What would you be thinking? Now, what if you saw them at each time and saw them individually? Sometimes they had their child and sometimes they didn't. The one thing that was consistent is that they were never together at the same time. What if the same couple had a staff who did all their grocery shopping and cooking? Then one day, one day you were going through the grocery store and there was the wife doing some grocery shopping for the first time that you can ever remember seeing her in a grocery store since a couple was married. All of these things apply to Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise. Have they been spotted together? Sure, they have, but not often. And usually it seems it's only for a brief meal, maybe a quick photo op 
and a changeover of the child. We think that they are headed for divorce eventually. I used to be obsessed with Katie and Tom's photo ops because they were so over the top. Like jumping on Oprah's couch? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like they just like had no um, like grace about it. Like they were like, we're outside with our little daughter. Ooh, give us kisses. It was very like mommy dear's birthday party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Christina, open your gifts. It's like, you guys are so over the top. And then they would like sometimes fake work out together. And um, they would go on these fake runs around the block. Or, yeah, they would be, you know, Tom would kneel down and button series coat zip it up for winter and look into the camera or whatever and then you know send her off on her way they were just so heavy-handed about their relationship being so fake that is so crazy because I think I said to you last week I was like I never thought they were fake I thought Katie was a prisoner (laughs) well that too you're not wrong (laughs) like I remember there was this picture I don't know when it was taken. It might've been like off a red carpet, but she had all these cuts around her mouth and they were like, it's from making out with Tom and his stubble too much. (laughs) And that image has haunted me (laughs) since I saw it in Us Weekly or whatever it was all those years ago. And I was like, always afraid to kiss a guy with a beard because I was like, (laughs) oh, that was definitely not just from stubble. She, I mean, for sure was prisoner. Um, you know, she had a real, a a real intense contractual arrangement agreement. You know, she had an agreement with him. She had an agreement with the church. Like, you know, she was brought in to be the face, you know, the face of the woman who stands behind, beside the man, you know, like she was the, the wife of the leader of the church of Scientology in many ways. So it was so, it was such a layered contract. Like, I guess that's maybe why I'm so obsessed with it. Cause it was like, yeah, you know, a regular A-list couple times a million cause the church was involved. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's crazy. And then like Tom Cruise himself is just such a blind item celebrity in general. He's scary. I know. Like he's frightening. What do you think of him and Nicole Kidman then? Do you think... Um, she kind of came in before all the crazy yeah their relationship to be honest with you makes me really sad yeah because you're right like she did meet him when things were still normal for him in his life and he wasn't I mean let's be honest like he's a fucking psychopath but I've done a lot of research about him in the church and like they took advantage of him they took advantage of him because he was in a, a moment of vulnerability he had opened up about the church opened up to the church about his abusive childhood and all this stuff and they really knew how to get in and stroke his ego in a way that was like just purely manipulative and they brainwashed him into being a psychopath Mm -hmm. and Nicole watched it happen in real time and you know they tried to get her but it didn't work and you know I just think it's crazy that we know a celebrity like Nicole and Tom who she had to literally escape the church publicly she escaped the church and she had to leave her two kids behind. Yeah, publicly. That's Pub- crazy. Yeah. And she's been so shamed for that. Mm-hmm. So I found a blind item from one of my favorite PR couples. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I oh, want you to try I... and guess. But it's okay. from January 4th, 2013. 
Okay. This is the best time I've had in years. I can drink and eat what I want. I can have booze. I can stay up late. I have no one telling me what I should or should not be doing 24-7. He is so controlling. This C-list all-movie slash dancer with her friends discussing why she's enjoying a break from her A-list TV host boyfriend. Okay, is it Ryan? It's Ryan Seacrest and like Julianne, whatever. Julianne. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan. That couple, I was like, this is not real. Even before I even knew what a PR relationship was, I was like, this is not real. One of my all-time favorite PR couples. I am obsessed with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, he's a blind item. (laughs) He is a walking blind item. Wait, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever seen the pictures of Ryan Seacrest living at Merv Griffin's house? No, I thought you were going to ask me about the pictures of him making out with Terry Hatcher. (laughs) 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 Wait, I'm going to send them to you right now because I want your reaction in real time. So let me just say first. So before Ryan Seacrest is really famous, his, um, his, uh, his mentor was Merv Griffin. And he lived at Merv's house to, quote, mm-hmm. mentor him. Okay. Okay. But he was like, the, this picture is going to send you. <laughs> You're going to die. And then Ryan Seacrest stole Dick Clark's whole career. Totally. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> These are my favorite pictures in the history of, of images. They're just working friends. It's a working relationship. He's... He's a mentor to him. Oh. They're living together during this time. Okay. As mentor and protege. <laughs> it's absurd. That picture and this, this sweater vest photo, I want it framed in my house. Honestly, it should be. I'm obsessed. Ryan Seacrest is just the gift that continues to give. Those pictures are beautiful. For anybody listening, please Google them. Just Google Ryan Seacrest and Merv Griffin's relationship in general. It's extremely interesting. So I've heard a lot of blinds about, and this goes actually back, just empty podcasts. I don't have like a specific blind, mm-hmm. but I like talking about couples that actually kind of shocked me, that I didn't okay. expect to be PR. Corey Monteith and Leah Michelle. Mm, yeah, okay. And like all their pictures were taken at JFK Airport. Mm-hmm. Most of their pictures were either on set or at the airport together. And I was like, well, shit, I really cried over those two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that whole thing is really, I mean, just the glee of it all. Of course, we obviously have to one day do a glee episode. Come on. I mean, that's I think goes without saying, right? Glee is so sick. (laughs) It's the sickest Um, parading around as a a teen singing show. But yeah, that whole thing was so crazy. And looking back at that, like, obviously they were all so intensely and deeply affected by his death. Mm -hmm. But I also think about, you know, Leah Michelle is just like such a monster. And it's like the way she was able to publicly use his death in a way that the rest of the cast didn't. Mm Mm-hmm. It, was, it just feels so sinister to me. It's just, like, kind of gross. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And I remember Corey Monteith's mom like kind of talked some shit about Leah, didn't she? Yeah, I feel like she did. Yeah. I feel like I remember reading about that when I, I did an episode about them a million years ago when I was still um, Pollyanna about Hollywood. <laughs> Who do you think like the, mo- the biggest PR relationship in the past few years have been when you look at these relationships? Because for me, I would say Nick and Priyanka. I mean, yeah, I guess you, it, it would be hard to say anybody other than Nick and Priyanka. Like, it's it was huge. Mm-hmm. And it's the most glaring absurdity. I mean, it really is just like, um, they were another couple that I talked about in one of my episodes. And they, like, I was reading about their sponsored wedding. I was just calling it SponCon. Because it was just <laughs> like, it was like commercial, commercial, sponsored thing, sponsored thing sponsored trip, sponsored t- uh, cutlery, sponsored dress, sponsored shoes, sponsored ring, like everything was, everything was an advertisement, like the whole wedding, I mean, Wayfair, Tiffany, Coca-Cola, Target, all of it was just ad after ad after ad, Right. and whenever you would hear Priyanka talk about, like, like she did an interview with, like, I don't know, E.T. or some, something stupid, and they were like, are you excited for your big day, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I've always known since I was a little girl that Tiffany would be my ring. And I'm so excited that Nick and I can go to Target and buy all the items we need for our big day. And what we don't find, we'll get at Bed Bath & Beyond or Wayfair. <laughs> like those were her wedding quotes. I was just like, are people blind? They think this is cute? <laughs> like what? That is so crazy. Yeah. And again, these are just people like Nick had a lot of rumors circulating about him for a while. Mm -hmm. So it is sad if they, you know, say if they can't live their truth or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. but it's just, that one is so like in your face. And they were like at the Met Gala, we fell in love, but didn't talk for eight months. (laughs) (laughs) And we didn't talk there either. (laughs) We, we just showed up together. We were paired. They were literally paired together <laughs> to walk the Met Gala. Right. That's it. Totally. Totally. They're another one too. Or if, I mean, if you're ever bored and just want to watch some, you know, awkward, weird shit, if you want to cringe watch <laughs> something, I don't know. They have some really great interviews that are just like, anytime they're on a red carpet together, it's like, you can cut the tension with a knife because it's so forced and uncomfortable and awkward and I don't remember what it was I think maybe it was like the Oscars or something they had uh they had done and they were asked to it was one of those events where that guy has that slow motion camera oh yeah yeah yeah. you know and he makes them like do things and they were asked to like dip each other or like do like a kiss or something I mean and it was just like it was so uncomfortable So this is a blind about the two of them. The foreign-born, A-minus, B-plus-less actress could be using the isolation time to be getting close to her husband. Instead, she has four of her team living with her and spends all day and night with them brainstorming how she can stay relevant and trying to find her online work. So like something about Priyanka that I've always heard is that she just wants work. She does not care. She gives really intense, like social climber, fame hungry vibes. Like she is obsessed 
with remaining A-list and like looking and she's one of those celebrities that like everything she does to try and look relatable makes her look really annoying and not relatable. Like she, yeah. <laughs> do you remember when she when she posted her clapping for the people on the front lines video? Yeah. And it was just like you're so like this is so you're so awkward, girl. And the rumor about her is in Bollywood, she kind of slept with a lot of people's husbands and mm-hmm. has kind of been ex excommunicated from Bollywood. Yeah. Next step is to marry a Jonas brother. <laughs> yeah, and it just so happens to be the most fame hungry, you know, the most attention seeking Jonas brother, the Aubrey O'Day of the Jonas brothers, if you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time. Because you know what it means. Uh, but yeah, like he, you know, every blind item that you read about the Jonas Brothers trying to get back together and trying to make it work, trying to complete an album cycle, trying to complete a tour. It's always Nick being like, I'm too famous for this. Like, I'm a better solo star. And then he releases a song that flops every time. His last album, what was that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think Nick's super talented. I'm not trying to take him away, take that away from him, but you're right. He just is constantly trying to leave the Jonas Brothers and he can't. Mm -hmm. He wants to be a real solo musician so bad, in which I can understand that because I've watched a couple, you know, I've watched a few Jonas Brothers documentaries here and there in my day. And he was like the reason that he's the musician of the band. Like, yeah, you know, he was the one that sort of held the band together talent wise. And um, he just chose not to be the lead of the band when he was younger. But I think he really resented Joe for that when they got older, you know? And he hates Kevin. Like He hates, yeah. He's so mean to Kevin. I know, poor Kevin. I like him. I like him. Me too. Now, do you think there are any couples who've done the PR thing right? Like, really well? Hmm... Let me think. I mean, I know that we talked about them already, but I think JLo and Diddy, they yeah. killed it. They fucking killed it. She, her whole entire music career is because of that relationship. Like, he gave her her nickname. Oh, okay. Because the thing about Diddy is that he helped her cross over to being accepted by Black audiences. He made her... J-Lo like he made her you know hoop earrings bandana across the forehead low like flare jeans rhinestones airbrush tank top J-Lo Diddy did that and she turned him into a hip-hop fashion mogul oh they killed it like I think that that was like chef's kiss if that gun never went off in that club, they probably would have stayed together. <laughs> totally, totally. It wasn't Diddy's gun. It wasn't Diddy's gun. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, who do you think? I don't know. I was trying to think. I read a lot of blinds about Jay-Z and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And whether, I think that they kind of started out as PR. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they've grown into more, right? Like right. they're a couple who I genuinely think maybe started out as PR then it became like, oh, we're good for business. And then they were like, you know what? Let's have some kids. Like, I actually really fuck with you. Totally. I can and see that. 
Yeah. And I think that they do it really well. There has, other than the Becky, other than mm-hmm. Becky with the good hair, it's been very tight knit. I remember there were like rumors about LeBron and Beyonce, mm-hmm. but those were like dark internet rumors. They weren't like right. front page rumors. So I would say they've done it really well. And honestly, yeah. even Nick and Priyanka, even though they're so fake, they're still together. Still together is still getting lots of press. They make, yeah. you know, lots of headlines. I mean, I, I have to agree too with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like they really, I mean, that is a, again, like a multi-billion dollar business, mm-hmm. right? And that is like a corp, their business, their relationship is a corporation. And yeah, they've done an, an incredible job of like, not letting things leak. I mean, I don't know what kind of fucking NDA they give people, but my God, it must have like a death clause, honestly. <laughs> because I mean, nothing leaks about Beyonce and Jay-Z. Not really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would say my other one would be Bradley Cooper in Arena. I cannot pronounce her last name. Yeah. I think they did a really great job. Just two very good looking people. They had a baby, you know, she's been in relationships with people for four years, multiple times. Yeah. So I think that there's a pattern um, with maybe her contracts. I'm not sure, but I think that they did a really good job and had a clean breakup, you know? Yeah, it's true. And Bradley, I think just generally does a good job of like teetering that line of like, there are a lot of celebrities I think where it's like you either view them there are two types of people who view them there are the people like the middle American people who look at Bradley Cooper as this hot hunk leading man Bradley Cooper scruffy beard blah 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 ladies man and then there are people who like you know like the blind item version of Bradley Cooper and uh he's done a really good job of just like you know doing his own thing not teetering too far left or right like he just walks the line and doesn't talk a whole lot you know yeah and just so talented and again quiet Mm -hmm. you know you don't hear much about him yep very quiet very reserved he's not like uh he's the opposite of like a Matthew McConaughey he's the opposite of fucking Ben Affleck (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Ben loves the attention he loves the flashing lights you can't get it off. So as we wrap this up, how would you help people kind of like, I guess it's kind of tougher now with social media because they can really fool you by, by posting Instagrams with each other. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like spotting a celebrity couple, one of my favorite things is the picture taken by Backgrid. Mm-hmm. That is one of my number ones. I'm always like, was the picture taken by Backgrid? How clear is that photo? <laughs> right. And do they have projects coming up? That's, I mean, that's, I mean, you just hit the nail on the head. Like the timing of relationships, like you have to take into account. Like it, sometimes it's so heavy handed that you're like, well, obviously they have an album coming out in a couple of days or whatever. But like sometimes, you know, the projects aren't coming out in a couple months and the relationship, they, they use it to like, massage it into the the minds of the people like you really have to look at the timing and like you said just like their actions like I don't know if before quarantine people would have thought it was weird that Sean and Camilla were walking like zombies every day on their street right quarantine I think kind of helped people realize 
how desperate these people are for constant attention every single day. Mm-hmm. But things like that, like those pap walks and stuff, you know, like if you look at the photos beyond just being like in Us Weekly, because you could take one of those pictures and put it in Us Weekly, it looks totally normal. But then if you look at all of them on the internet, the whole 12 photos of them fucking glazed over, zombie walking, no expression, not talking. Camilla's so over it that she's holding her cup upside down and it's empty. And then pretending to take sips of it. Come on. Well, there are a lot of blinds about Camilla. <laughs> no, well, that's true. That's very true. And another couple just popped into my head and I need to know your opinion on them. Okay. Because I feel I have more chemistry with the guy who works at the gas station that I go to quite a bit. Okay. Okay. Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. Mm, bullshit. 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 And those are two PR, or not PR, but um, those are two blind item celebrities, hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Aaron Anyone Rodgers, connected to Olivia Munn is a blind item celebrity. Yes, 1000%. Aaron is like, I literally don't know anything about foosball, but I know a lot about Aaron Rodgers. And that should tell you everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that's what we have for PR couples. As always, we took some detours. We had to talk some shit about Ben Affleck, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Music. Rate us, tell your friends. And just thanks for hanging out. We really appreciate you. And our DMs are always open for suggestions. We have a bunch already. And it's gonna get it's gonna get pretty messy, Troy. Would you agree? It's going to continue. We we're, we're pigs in mud, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Don't be rotten to the core. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.